2: There's a new member of the Final Four
1: Club, and they hail from Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> Celebrating in the streets loving Lubbock, wow. Texas Tech, Monday night, will be playing for the national championship.
2: Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And baseball season, like I said last time, is upon us. We're in full swing here. And so because of that... I am not alone on this episode. We have brought on the baseball expert himself—that is David Hughes. What is up, David? Hey there. How's it going? It is great. Uh, you can expect David to be on the podcast quite a bit this season. He is—he's—you're is, going to be our TNT guy when it comes to baseball. Uh, pretty exciting. We're really happy to have you on here. Um, no pressure. I've kind of really put you on the spot here, Dave. Yeah. No. No problem. At all. Let's do it. I'm ready to rock and roll. We got a lot to talk about. Ready, ready to rock and roll indeed. So I will say this the last time, last time we talked baseball just last week, Jeremy and I came on here and we we bragged and we boasted about how Texas Tech baseball is so superior and so great. and We're going to go into Lawrence, Kansas, and we're going to beat the crap out of them. We're going to sweep them. It's not going to be close. And for two games in, we felt really confident about what we were saying. Right. The, we, Tech wins. Absolutely. Right. Like it was it, it looked great. We win the first game, eight to two, second game, 28 to two. But unfortunately, these baseball series have three games and and we're recording Sunday evening. So earlier today, uh, Texas Tech loses that third game. We don't get the valuable sweep. Uh, we lose eight to five to Kansas. So, David, how should we feel? What is your first initial reaction to Texas Tech winning the series but not getting the sweep? So, obviously, it's going
0: to be a little bit of a disappointment that we couldn't, you know, finish the sweep off. Um, it's always good. And it's always tough to win on the road anywhere in the Big 12. like um, so you obviously won the first two games relatively easily. Um, first game, it started off slow, but we eventually got into form a little bit. And eventually started, you know, Jays hit that big 3 round home run to, you know, break the tie over the, you know, hitting the Green Monster or whatever they call it out there in Kansas. Um, second game, obviously, we almost scored 30 points there. Um, and then today, baseball happened, and they beat us. <laughs> um, so I thought overall, I mean, it's obviously good to, to win the series. You don't ever want to want to you know screw up and do what Texas is, has been doing. Even though they, they didn't come back to win today, um, but yeah, it's a different conversation for today. Yeah, as far hey, as that well, listen,
2: David, we welcome and accept all Texas slander. Okay, <laughs> sometimes we creatively find ways to slander Texas on this podcast. So keep keep it up.
0: All right, well, let's do it. So,
2: now just
0: a little bit more into the games a little bit. Um, you know, the first game, I talked a little bit about it, but Jace was, Candace was winning for the most of the game for six, seven innings. Um, we eventually got the tie, and then Jace hit that, you know, three run huge, just home run over. He almost went over the, the green monster, which he ended up doing the following day. Um, and then things kind of just uh, skated on for the rest of the game um in the Saturday game you know, we won 20-2 to that was blowout out right from the start uh instantly scored like what 10 runs in first two or three innings or something like that um home runs left and right I know the wind was blowing out that day <laughs> but it's it's always good to to get some some runs on the board it's just one of those things where you wish that you could have save some of those runs for today um to finish off that sweep but that's the way baseball goes you 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 can't do that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta put out your full, you know, full front board um, for all three games.
2: Yeah, I mean that's you know that's sometimes what sucks about the sport, right? Because anybody can beat anybody in in this sport, um, and so this this sport is really a, it's it's truly a marathon. Baseball is really a marathon as opposed to some of the other sports, right? Which especially yeah. football, football is a lot more of a sprint. Football is a lot more of a okay, you're really trying to every game is as is a a full on collision. It's a full on sprint to try to get to you know getting the best record within twelve games. But when it comes when it comes to baseball, it's really all about. You know, that long, that long marathon, a long methodical marathon, because one game you can score 28 runs and you're looking, you're sitting pretty. The next game, Mason Molina is getting beat up for three runs in the first inning. Right. Yeah. Um, so as we, we talk about that last game, like I said, Mason Molina did get beat up for three runs in the first inning. Um, he and, and he's he has kind of been and I don't want to put him out on on front street, but he's kind of been our, not our strongest starter. This was always going to be the game that Kansas had the best shot at stealing a win, and they were able to steal it in this one.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, this game alone, I mean, you mentioned Mason Molina. I mean, he's obviously a really talented freshman. Um, he, he's he's going to have his growing spurts or growing pains a little bit. Um, he, he's going to get right, but it's obviously – he's definitely the weakest of the three starters because, you know, Brandon Burtsell, Andrew Morris, those are two – studs at the top of the, you know, Friday. Yeah. And it's me, me
2: saying that he's like, it's, it's kind of unfair to him when those are the other starters that we have. Like that's, it's just, he's going to get better as time goes on and these are the growing pains he has to go through. Absolutely. And today, you know, that was the
0: biggest issue is he just Kansas jumped on him early and tech. On the other hand, we just did this picture of Kansas throughout there. He was striking us out left and right. We didn't do that at all the first two games. Um, Especially yesterday, I don't think we struck out until like the sixth or seventh inning uh, of yesterday's game. And obviously that was a blowout, but it's still impressive to not have one single strikeout for six, seven innings. And today we had what like six or seven strikeouts through four innings. It's like it's just a lot of swings and misses. You know, we couldn't put the bat on the ball. Uh, they were, they were getting a bunch of two out base hits. Um, I I feel like every single time that they had two outs and a guy on first or second, they would hit a double into the gap. It was like, come on, like can we just you know, get out of this with, you know, <laughs> no runs instead of having to I think, run any that they
2: just had. But that's the way baseball goes. Yeah, I you know, I kind of part of me feels like this was actually really good management by Kansas, right? Of thinking like, you know, this is the the number, a top 10 team in the country, right? Depending on, you know, I don't, the number is really depending on who would, would baseball service you subscribe to. But it's the top 10 team in the country. We're going to have a pretty difficult time of getting a win here. Well, what game can we? OK, if they're going to put out the freshman on Sunday, let's put out our best starter. Vander Hay is our best starter. Let's put him out there on Sunday. The be- the guy that's going to make them struggle the most when it comes to to potentially striking them out getting those swings and misses in a game where we might be able to put up runs, too. I, th- I think it was actually a smart play of saying, you know what? Those first two games may not be pretty, but that third game, we got a shot at it and they were able to. steal. Yep. It. This is a good time to really talk about our podcast sponsor that is the FranchiseCoach.net, my guy, Adam Goldman. He's a franchise consultant who's really experienced in investing. He's a serial entrepreneur, and he's going to help Red Raiders start their own franchises. That's right. If you want to go out and get a Wendy's, a McDonald's, a Subway, any of those, Adam Goldman is the guy that's going to be able to help you to get that. He has successfully helped three red Raiders set up their own franchise just this past year alone. So make sure to hit up Adam Goldman at the franchisecoach.net. And if you want to pay somebody to help you with that, why do that? He's he's not the guy for that. You know why? Because he's going to have help you absolutely free. You're not going to have to pay a single penny to him to get this up. How he gets paid is when you get paid, right? He's just going to take a little bit of that commission at the back end, but you're not going to actually have to pay him at all. Adam Goldman is going to help you get set up with your own franchise. That is Adam Goldman at the franchisecoach.net uh, So David, as we look ahead, as we look ahead to the next series, mm-hmm. um, we got two series this week. we first start off with Grand Canyon University, that's right. Grand Canyon is an actual school. For those that don't know,
0: they good too. <laughs> they good too. Don't look past
2: them. No, But I'm just saying, like usually you see commercials, <laughs> you're like, oh, this is like ITT Tech, right? Like this is just an yeah. online university. You ain't got to worry about them. But they're so they are a, they're an actual university that play play decent baseball. They've they've had mm-hmm. uh, their share run. there at 18 and 11 on the season. Um, and they've actually it's funny enough. We played California Baptist early this year and they swept them. They, they, they swept them. They, they are, like you said, they are a pretty good team. They've beaten number five Oregon State in Corvallis. So, like this is, like you said, this is a pretty good team. Um, what can we expect from Grand Canyon?
0: Yeah, we can uh, <laughs> to kind of uh, bring into the uh, you know not really the beauty slander, but this is gonna be Grand Canyon Super Bowl, right? So
2: oh it's like, yeah. oh, oh there you go, see so you, you <laughs> just so if we get if we get, if we get there, swept if we get swept by Grand Canyon, we you, everyone knows the tomatoes a to throw
0: right at exactly. it. exactly. Exactly. So Grand Canyon's a really good team. I believe last night I checked, in RPI of twenty nine or something like that. Um, so this is a, potentially a pretty good resume of getting win for tech, even. Um, especially on the road. I mean, they have a nice, uh a nice little stadium out there. I know there's a couple people going down there, um, a couple Red Um, but it's one of those games you just you see Grand Canyon on the schedule and you assume it's you're gonna, you know, whoop them, but that just might not be the case. You better keep your head on a swivel because you know, Grand Canyon's uh, not not a uh, uh Merrimack or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, they're not a pushover at all. I think this is the mm-hmm. team that we could very well see make, or that could very well make the tournament, right? Like we've we've mentioned, yeah. uh, uh, they are they do have a pretty high RPI ranking. They have played good teams this year, right? Uh, UC Irvine is another team that routinely we see in the NCAA tournament. They were able to get a victory in Irvine uh, this year as well. Uh, they were able to beat Nevada. That's another team that sometimes we see in the NCAA tournament. They got to win over there, and they beat the crap. They beat. I mean, they beat the hell out of 11th ranked Arizona. Right. they beat the hell out of arizona that is the same arizona that beat the hell out of us so this yep. is definitely not a team to overlook
0: absolutely not <laughs> they they can definitely you know win this win both of them <laughs> i mean i obviously we hope not and they likely will probably be rolling out their their their, their top guns there too um the friday saturday type guys but and yeah, just don't overlook them because they they can, they can beat you
2: well, I think this is a really good road test for the yeah. Raiders, right? Cuz this game's going to be in Phoenix, so it's going to be on the road mm-hmm. against a team like like we talked about that's pro if we had to guess right now, there's a team that will, will likely be in the tournament or at least contend for the tournament. Um yeah. and so, who are I mean as I, as I'm kind of looking at their roster, I know a couple of the guys that we really need to look out for. I, I see I see Jacob Wilson on the years already put up eight homers. Batting 393 Ooh. on the year, Juan Colado batting 387 on the year. I mean, who which which of these guys on on the offensive side really were you? All of them. <laughs> I think you know. I mean,
0: they're they're all guys that are, are are legitimate, you know, college level and maybe even you know next level type players. I don't know if they'll you know get to the MLB, but they'll they'll you know have, have they'll, they'll get a chance and get drafted. Um, so I just gotta all all of them is what I'll say. <laughs>
2: You just you're just taking the easy route, da- David. You can't take the easy route, okay? You get <laughs> We need takes, all right. <laughs> we need to put your money put your your money where your mouth is, all right. Um, I will say on the on the, uh, the pitching side, uh, just kind of talk about some of the pitches that they have out there. Uh, they have some of their Connor Markey is one guy that I think we're going to see um, right now. He has an ERA of three seventy five, but five and one on the season. Um, Has really been one of their best pitchers as well as Vince Riley right now. And Vince Riley's probably been their best reliever. ERA of uh, 3.6, 14 appearances on the year, Um, but an opposing batting average of 200. That is wildly impressive. Um, So, yeah, this (laughs) this Grand Canyon team is, this ain't no push. We're supposed to get pushovers in the midweek (laughs) tadlock. What is this? These are the resume William wins. and these are games
0: that tadlock likes too because and, 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 you know maybe coming in the season he is might not be one of those that's kind of you know screaming to be a, a good team but like tadlock is not afraid of a challenge so uh, that's why he's going to you know Grand Canyon and not having him come to you know love it right he, he I mean he went to you know he did a neutral side game against Mississippi State It's basically a home game. But for you know RPI and strength schedule type stuff, it's not going to count as a in a, a, a road game. It's going to be a neutral site game. So you yeah, know that's just kind of evident there that you know Tadlock is not afraid to you know do do stuff like this and you know get his team ready for the, 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 the tournament.
2: Oh, absolutely! I think this is this will be important to at least you know it it won't shock me if we, we ended up taking an L in one of these two games. I do think it'll be bad if we get beat by both. So let's let's kind of uh, uh, go into it a little bit. Um, who is one player from Texas Tech side that has to have a good game, a good series in the two games for Tech to be able to win?
0: So, I mean, obviously Jason is the man. But, I mean, really, I mean, that's kind of going to be expected, you know, every game. Um, Easton Murrell, he's, you know, probably, in my opinion, the second best hitter on this team. Um, so, I think, you know, the really top of the order guys, and, and even Sam Hunt, the center fielder, I mean, the center fielder spot has been – Sort of a spot in limbo for Tech, this really, this entire season. And it looks like this past weekend against Kansas, we may have found our center fielder, um, finally. Because, you know, we, we love Dylan Carter, right? he's I think he's a, one of the better defensive center fielders in the entire country. But his bat, I don't know what's going on there with it. He's swinging out, he's striking out every other at bat. And, um, so it's good to have, a, hopefully, a, a fix for the rest of the season. Um, with another freshman in Sam Hunt. So I think Sam Hunt um, is definitely a guy to look at, uh, especially at the bottom of the order for Tech.
2: Well, see, there's a take right there. Sam Hunt being the center fielder, um, being the center fielder over Dylan Carter. It's interesting, though, because though Dylan Carter's definitely had his struggles at the plate, he's been a really good center fielder defensively. Defensively, there hasn't been too much of an issue with him. So, it, but, but I, I do think that you—it did seem like Tadlock was looking for the best combination of the two, because you can't have a guy yeah. that's great defensively, but an absolute liability at the plate. And uh, starting out, I mean, Dylan Carter is—he's below the Mendoza line, right? Only batting mm-hmm. only batting one sixty for the year. Um, he he kind of seems to be really an all or nothing type of hitter, right? He has two homers, and his slugging percentage is is, is you know not awful compared to his batting average, but. Um, you know, it's it. It definitely seems to be he was an all or nothing hitter, and well, you get a guy like Sam Hunt who kind of come in here and and has done in limited time hit really well. You actually, if you just take his, he had a home his, run
0: too, but it was taken away because he ran out of the base base path. <laughs> so he had
2: a home run as well, but
0: uh it's just it's just a, a basic blunder that he'll will uh, he'll get that. base.
2: Yeah, it just is once again just like we're talking about Molina. It's, it's the freshman pains, right?
0: Yep, they'll learn.
2: Learning mistake. Good. I mean, I think that's a really good good take there. I think one guy that I really want to see didn't have necessarily the um, didn't have the greatest series, but the Cole Stillwell. I think mm-hmm. Cole Stillwell. I think if he has a really good series in this one, um, in the last two games was uh, was one for or what is that. Um, was one for nine in the last two games, or sorry, two for nine in the last two games against Kansas. And so I think if he really goes out against Grand Canyon, has a really good series, both um, defensively and offensively, I, I see Texas Tech really having a successful, uh, successful series. So that midweek series, David, what's your prediction? How many games does Tech win of the two? You know, I think we
0: will drop one. I'll say we'll, I'll say we'll go one and one. I guess so. Did you want to score two or just just one and one?
2: I mean, if you're ballsy enough to go with the
0: score, you, you can do it. You know, let's say let's say Grand Canyon gets the first one. Um, I'll, I'll say they win. I don't know. Let's say let's say nine to five for the first one, and then the second game. I think Tech wins probably pretty easily. I think we'll win. I don't know. Uh, maybe twelve to three type of game. I don't know; those are just guesses on that, but
2: that's kind of that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm I'm anticipating a split one way or the other. All you degenerate gamblers, David's trying to win you some money. All right, He's <laughs> the exact score for each game. I'm not that ballsy. I agree with David that Tech wins one of the two. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to tell you the score of which one, but I tell you, <laughs> I will say that Texas Tech is going to be one of the two. This is a, and and I don't want it to be a situation where Tech drops the first one and everybody gets on Twitter and it's like, oh, this this Texas Tech team isn't isn't what we thought they'd be or or anything like that. This is like we've been saying this grand Canyon team is much better than you would expect them to be. This is a legit team. Like, and they've beaten good teams this year. So, Uh, but I think if Tekken, win one of these games, Tech can win two of these games, I kind of think that wipes away the Kansas loss, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, at least one win here and you keep your top 10 ranking. Everyone still thinks you're a good team. So um, we, as we move on to the weekend series, let's move on to the weekend series. Texas Tech, uh, go another Kansas team, but this time it gets to play at home against the Kansas State Wildcats. Uh, now, Kansas State, if, if Kansas is the worst team in the conference, Kansas State might be the second worst, right? They, they just don't play great baseball in the state of Kansas. You know, yeah, it, is, no, yep. it, it is what it is, right? So this team, 14 and 13 on the season, um, they were also – they also had the early season uh, uh, State Farm College Baseball Showdown. They were up in, in Arlington with us, and they got whooped all three times, all three games they played. One, they didn't – I mean, you know, they, actually their game against Arizona was the closest game they had. They, they, they went up against Michigan, lost by eight, went up against Auburn, lost by 11. Right, This just wasn't a was – well, not a good team. Almost got swept by Cal State Bakersfield, um, you know – Beat Loyola Marymount, congrats. (laughs) This is just just not a team that has been very successful. And as we've started, uh, as we've started Big 12 play, you know, they got swept by TCU, lost another series to Oklahoma State, and now they're going up against Texas Tech. And I, I do kind of feel bad for Kansas State because they are a team that is just not, they're just not a team that's great in baseball. And you're playing in arguably the second toughest conference in the entire country. Right. And so it's, yeah. it's just, it's just tough, tough sledding. It's similar to basketball, right? We talked about all the time on the basketball side If Kansas state, wasn't in the big 12, they they'd probably make the tournament, but unfortunately they were in the big 12 and and they were having to play Goliaths that were Baylor and Kansas who's in the national championship game and Texas tech. And, and now similar to that aspect, now they go to baseball and they're having to play top 10, Oklahoma state, top 10, Texas tech, top 10, Texas, top 20 TCU. And it's just, it's very difficult for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, this is this is a team, especially at home, that you – you I, I, I don't want to say you need to sweep, but you really should sweep them, um, especially at home, Texas at home, this against Kansas State. Um, so, so I think this is one we should sweep. Obviously, you can't ever assume things in baseball because, you know, as we saw at the Kansas game, it doesn't matter what happens in <laughs> the previous game. I mean, in, in, in any given day – um, they can win. Now, thankfully Kansas de- or Kansas State doesn't have like a Jordan Wicks or something like that um, this year. Um, you know, Jordan Wicks was their uh superstar pitcher last year and past couple of years that went in the first round of the draft um past year. So he's gone, thankfully. Um so we should have a good shot at them. but I guess we'll kinda just see.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a really good call out, right? Jordan Wicks was a it was a beast for them. There's really no what no other way to say it. He was he did get picked a 21st overall in the in the draft last year um and, and he, was, he was he was kind of the one-man band and so without them having that type of of star pitcher there's nobody to really be feared I mean they're you know as, as I look at their roster what their best pitcher is probably Blake Adams right I mean they do have yeah, a, a, a I mean they do wrong they do have a two some of, of both Blake Adams and Blake Corsentino who who both have an era around three. Um, yep. but but I think their biggest problem is, is that though those two pitchers aren't aren't terrible and actually Blake Corsatino has been has his is come uh, come out of the bullpen quite a bit this year as well, um their issue is is that their bats just aren't there. Their bats just aren't there. They they're they're just not a team that really scores uh, very many runs. And when they do, it's the, the, the times they do score runs is the times that their pitching's not there. Right. Like, so they can have a situation where they're, they're out there and they're dropping, you know, uh, uh seven runs, but that or or nine runs like they did against Oklahoma state, but then they're giving up 12. And when they put up six runs, they are giving up eight, right. It's, it's one of those things where they just can't get right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um, so I'm kind of looking at the roster a little bit too. And it looks like they have
0: three bats that are it's like pretty solid and the rest of them are, you know, way below average to say the least. Um, well, not, maybe not way below, but three guys for sure are there, you can kind of tell pretty easily who their studs are. And it looks like Dominic Johnson, Cole Johnson, I don't know if they're brothers or not, <laughs> and then Dylan Phillips. Um, those are like the, the guys that I guess keep an eye out on for, for Kansas state. Dominic looks like a one of those um, probably. I'm assuming he's probably a leadoff hitter of some sort. Uh, so he, has, he has seven stolen bases, no home runs, or a few home runs. I take that back. Um, but he looks like one of those guys that gets on base a lot. Um, four or five batting average. I mean, that's that's not too shabby at all. I think Jason's hitting what shade over 400 as well. Um,
2: yeah, Jay. So Jason's at 400. Um, at 400. I
0: saw he's at four or seven during the game, but. I, I know you got got uh, his last at-bats,
2: so drop dropped it a little bit. Yeah, no, so Jace is at 400. Um, I think that's pretty good call that Dominic is a leadoff, also leads the team in at-bats as well, so it's pretty safe to say that's going to be their leadoff hitter during the series. Um, but like a leadoff hitter, good average, not a, not a great slugging, right? And that's usually yeah. what you see from guys like this. Um, but even once he when he gets on base, 21 stolen bases on the year, uh, so when he gets on base, he is liable to take it. This is a team that's going to – uh, this is a team that is or sorry, I said 21 base stolen base. That'd have been incredible. Uh seven <laughs> stolen bases, seven stolen bases on the year. Um, and so this is and, and usually he's pretty successful when it comes to stealing the base. So uh uh this is this is a team that is going to try to small ball us because they don't they don't really hit a lot of homers outside of Dylan Phillips. Um they're gonna try to small ball us, but you're playing small ball versus a team that is very, very power hit hitting, power hit oriented. In Texas, yep. Tech, right? We we like to launch the long... Chicks dig the long ball and chicks <laughs> dig the Texas Tech baseball team, for sure. Uh, right now, I mean, we're, we're at 45 home runs on the year uh, to where Kansas State is at 36. So it's just um, very, very different. Playing, it's also playing a, a different level of competition as well.
0: Yep.
2: So um, so as we open up, take our wine bottles, we, we pop open the fields of gold, uh, champagne will we be spraying champagne all weekend will Texas Tech be able to sweep this series what are you thinking David
0: I say yes I think we will sweep them um, especially at home I think if it's at Kansas State maybe they get one in there just like Kansas but I think at home I think we sweep them um I don't there might be one game there that it might be you know closer than it should be but I think we probably run away with at least two of them
2: yeah, so, so definitely, I definitely think we take the series. I, I, I don't really question that. I think really the question is whether we sweep or not. Um, Last time I predicted a sweep, we didn't sweep. But I don't predict it anyway. <laughs> I don't learn my lesson. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely predicting a sweep in this one as well. Uh, Tech is the superior team in this. But like you said, it's baseball. I think we have five games this week. If we go through these five games, this is kind of how I look at it. If we win four of these five games, we're looking really good. This is a good yep. team. Um, but it's funny that we we have a weekend weekday series and the weekend series, but the weekday series is tougher. Like the games against yep. Grand Canyon is tougher than the games against Kansas State. So uh, quite a
0: bit tougher too, honestly, especially with it being on the road. Yeah, it's probably a good deal tougher than being home versus you know K State.
2: So I do expect, and also I mean, the law is going to be be packed out. All right. Um, the law is definitely, and that's definitely gonna influence it as well. Uh K-State is going to, I think they're gonna have a little bit of a problem, right? Like we're not this ain't this ain't TCU. When you when you go out, and no, and, and actually usually I make fun of TCU's crowd. TCU baseball, they actually do do a really good job of packing it out. But texture's better. Texture's better. We our environment is just a little bit different. It's a little bit better. So this ain't this ain't gonna be the, I, I I do think this will be a little bit different than what K-State has uh has has felt. All season, so, uh, but Absolutely. actually, even even with that, TCU was the toughest environment they played, and they got swept. So, <laughs> so I expect something similar. So, um, uh, we, so Dave and I both predicting sweeps here. Uh, last time that happened, Tech lost the game. So hopefully, it does not carry <laughs> over. Uh, if Tech doesn't get if Tech doesn't get the sweep this time, then I, you know what, we I may just stop doing that. I may just stop predicting sweeps. Get a guess the, uh,
0: the the reverse sweep. Or them sweeping us. Yeah, that's right. That that may be that maybe the, the <laughs> best way
2: to do it, right? So, um, so then after really after this weekend, the schedule gets quite a bit tougher. I mean, you get the Kansas schools out of the way a little bit, uh, but then we play a non-conference game against yeah. Oklahoma, which is uh, a weird in itself. Um, but then we got at TCU, um, at New Mexico, West Virginia, at Baylor, at Oklahoma State. So it gets marginally tougher as the schedule goes on. Um, but we did get, I mean, we did get arguably the toughest competition out of the way, which was that series victory against Texas. So, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was absolutely huge. So David, anything else you want to say to the people?
0: No, I mean, that, that, that was it. We just gotta, you know, keep checking along and, uh, you know, hopefully we can finish at the top at the end. And then I guess uh, brace for Omaha, hopefully. Sure. So.
2: Well, great having you on the pod. Season. Well, great having you on the pod, David. Um, Tell the people where they can find you.
0: Yeah. So thank you for having me. First and foremost, I really appreciate you having me. Um, my Twitter is going to be the easiest way to, uh, you know, if you wanted to kind of follow me or whatever, uh, it is at Texas. So T3XAS and Steelers.
2: So T3XAS, S-T-E-E-L-E-R-S. That is my hat. There we go. And uh, I have been known for bullying people out of bad ads. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. David, we've known each other too long me to tell you to change your at name on Twitter. You've had it too long, right? <laughs> and so there you go. I've been told I'm a bully. I don't think I'm a bully at all. I think I'm a very nice person. I don't uh I don't know what these people are talking about.
0: Right? Yeah, no, I've this never
2: is a- I've never once told you how trash your Twitter name is. I've never no, once.
0: No, I don't think you ever have. You know, people, when I was younger, they used to get confused. They're like, the Steelers are in Texas. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's where I live. Sorry. Steelers live. So I, I just, happy with that's right. It.
2: <laughs> that's right. So, um, but yeah, like I said, David will be on these all season long to talk texas tech baseball on here uh we're we're here at tortillas and takes we're glad to have them so uh for david Hughes, our baseball expert this is i'll be and you've been listening to tortillas and takes podcast as always stay wrecked people
1: sports social podcast network it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win